Welcome to the role-playing hour brought to you by self-loathing, low self-esteem, and the death of hope. Try self-loathing, low self-esteem, and the death of hope today. Perhaps you already are. Hmm. Seems to be an answering machine message for me. Farquhar, this is your uncle, cardboard cutout Clutterbuck. I have a proposition for you. Please come to my plantation down in the Adelaide Bayou, post haste. Post haste? Nothing goes faster than a post. Mm, I better get down there. Hey, alien, what's up? As you can see, DM, I have perfected a new form. For many months, I have been a disembodied intelligence, a floating light cloud. But that has made it difficult for me to interact with your weak, deeply flawed humankind. Then I attempted to be a disembodied head. Yes, still disembodied, but with a head. That did not work because I tried to combine the best features of various pleasing human faces into one. You were a terrifying monstrosity. So you informed me. Now I have incarnated myself as a singular giant head with an impressive brow, but otherwise very normal and average features. You will not run from me in disgust, but neither will you resent me out of jealousy. Hmm, a giant head in the middle of our living room. It's like Easter Island here at home. With no neck. It is difficult to speak. My whole head has to bounce up and down as my jaw levers me off the floor. Great, great. What are you doing? I thought you'd go out and get us some milk. What What do you mean? Now that you exist in this dimension, you can run an errand downstairs. Here, I'll give you a push to start. DM, no! <laughs> ah, 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 my eyebrow! guy is annoying. Hey, DM, what's up today? Not much. My accountant is coming over to help me do my tax. Oh, cool. My dad did that weeks ago online. Took him about half an hour. Yes, well, I won't let the government steal from me. I'm getting all my benefits. Ah, that should be my accountant now. Hey, Fred. DM? Ah, uh, this is Jim. Jim, Fred, Fred, Jim. Hey. What? Where's that music coming from? What music? That. Can't you hear? Uh, I don't hear anything. Wait, I feel dizzy. Hey, when I rub my hands over my eyes, the, the music stops. Phew. Now I'll just look back at Fred. Crash. Hey, Fred, sorry about that. No problem, Jim. What? Is that Dave Matthews? Why is Dave Matthews... Dave Matthews? What are you talking about, Jim? Nothing, nothing. Uh, let me just wash my face. Uh, when I turn away, no more Dave Matthews. What's happening to me? Uh, I need a towel. DM, can you please grab me a towel from the linen cupboard? Fred is closer. Hey, hey, Fred, do you want to grab Jim a towel? Hmm? Oh, sure. That's it. Whenever I look at Fred, I hear Dave Matthews inside my head. What's wrong with me? What mysterious power does Fred have? I have to put my head down and run into my room. See you guys! Oh, uh, Jim, did you just run right into the wall? Wow, that looked like it hurt. Here, let me give you a hand. 
I'm fine. Don't help me up, Fred. I'm just I'm just going to my room while well, looking over here, away from Fred. Uh, uh, damn, where's the handle to my door? Uh. Hmm. Excuse that, Fred. My housemates are mildly mentally disabled. Now, down to business. Ah, uh, yes, I've had an initial look at your proposed tax return. Yes, and can I claim the bean? A bean from a can of baked beans does not count as a tax deduction, DM. But I didn't eat it. That bean wouldn't slide out of the can. It only came out later when I rinsed out the can. Yeah, yeah, just because you didn't eat one bean out of the can doesn't make it a deduction. But I told you, I planted that bean in the alley outside the flat. It will grow and feed neighborhood waifs. I'm helping. I donated to charity. I want to deduct the whole can. That can was charity. The bean was baked. It will never grow. I was hoping for a Christmas miracle. DM, your earnings were so low, you're only eligible to pay $92 tax. And I want to reduce that. Huh? Huh? Ah! Farquhar, you are here. Hmm, Uncle Cardboard Cutout. My, it is... It sure is dark in this palatial home of yours. Yes! I prefer the light of candles. I love the smell of burning tallow. Oh, I totally understand that. Farquhar! I have called you here because I have something important to discuss. Something life-changing. Well, if you want to be a woman, I'm all for it. In fact, I have some black pumps to get you started. I I stole them from Wendy's room so they they don't smell like feet. Because she never wore them. So I don't need them anymore. No, Farquhar! As you know, I am the head of a profitable business. Oh yes, that's how you were able to get such a nice mansion out here, full of these antiques and really long dining tables and silver candlesticks. Yes, and I hate all my sons, all of them. All your cousins, I hate them to a man. They have failed me. Even Cornelius Clutterbuck? Especially Cornelius Clutterbuck. He is a slow walker, Farquhar, and I cannot abide slow walkers. Uh, well, I think your boys are okay. Once, when we were very little, Oswald Clutterbuck ate 15 worms. Well, he ate 31 worm halves, but that rounds down to 15 worms. Farquhar! My empire must outlive me. I cannot allow everything I have achieved to crumble into dust with my bones. I must find a successor. I must find an heir. Hmm. Here, have some of mine. I watched you keenly as a child, Farquhar. I observed you from afar. Even when you were not aware, I believe you may have what it takes. What does it take? If it took something, it didn't give it to me. Which it are we talking about? You may have what it takes to inherit my empire, Clutterbuck. To accept the mantle of all my fame and fortune once I shuffle off this mortal coil, you could one day hold the keys to the kingdom. Me? Yes. Mm, Okay, I'll inherit the keys to your kingdom. Nice talking to you, Uncle Cardboard Cutout. See you at Christmas. Thanks for the kingdom. Not 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 yet, Farquhar. Fast! You must pass a series of tests. Tests? Designed by me and scribbled down hastily on note paper as I awoke from fever dreams. These tests will determine whether you are worthy of the great responsibility, the great honor, 
that I am about to bestow upon you. I already had tests. I'm negative for five things and positive for three things. Not those kinds of tests. This is John Leeson. And I hate the role-playing hour because I have to hide behind the sofa whenever their terrifying show comes on. This is Lance Hendrickson, and I hate the role-playing hour because, argh, they're chewing off my face. Fuck, well, your first test to prove you are worthy of being my successor is designed to demonstrate your business acumen. Here, give me your wallet. Mm, here you go, sir. I am covering it. In pig feces. Now I am filling the pockets with stinging nettles and I'm throwing it into the fire. Oh. You now have no money, no identification, and no way of accessing your bank account until you get a new card. <laughs> here is one dollar. I want you to return here in one hour, having increased that dollar. A hundredfold. Hmm. I caught the bus here. Can you at least give me my bus ticket back? It's in the file. Ah. Well, it'll take me at least an hour to walk home. Then! Back here in two hours. You can spend part of what you make on a taxi back here. Now, according to this tax return form, you spend $70 on a subscription to an internet site called Anal Rob Dogs of America. That's right. And you're claiming it as a deduction. It was medicinal. Medicinal. Pornography. <sighs> hey, what is an anal rub dog, anyway? Without frequent access, the high-speed broadband videos of anal sex updated three times a day with new clips by my favourite models, my testicles would explode. Explode. I would have blue balls, and it might affect my fertility. At the very least, my subscription to Anal Rob Dogs of America should offset my mandatory payment of the Medicare levy. But, but Without it, a doctor would have to take a look at me. Because I fondled my own balls through Internet Heterosexual Anal Intercourse Proxy, those doctors didn't have to. But with that said, I was only signed up for six months, not for the whole year. But why didn't you renew your subscription? Well, they upgraded to high definition. Trust me, anonymous anal sex is not something you want to see in high definition. Uh. Takes all the romance out of it. Really makes it look like an anus is not a place that's good to put your cock. I switched over to teennursesofvenezuela.com. They still have the sense to upload in traditional, reassuring, low def. Teen nurses of Venezuela. Really, DM, these are not reputable. You should not be putting these on your tax form. Hey, don't slag those girls off. They're only teens, and yet they're already nurses. We should all be so hardworking. It's a video games in this country. That's why our teens haven't obtained nursing qualifications and started putting on tight little skirts and no panties and giving blowjobs to people they met 30 seconds ago. In fact, you know, it's probably my subscription that is helping to put those girls through nursing school. You should write that up as a gift to charity. DM. You have a university debt of $227,000. It took me a while to settle down in my degree. I'll pay that back sometime. I just haven't earned enough yet. There's the DM. I can see him out the crack of my door. That must mean that next to him is... Love, let's stop to get it gone. Lost my yes, it's Fred. <sighs> no, I must face this. I must face whatever is happening to me, whatever effect Fred is having on me. 
I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. <clears throat> Hello, gentlemen. Hi, Jim. I was just uh, helping the DM do his tax return, but he has so much to say. I certainly am the proudest monkey. Mm, it's been a lot of hard work, but I won't let you down, DM. Now, let's go and check this section here on page three, number 41. I can see you're getting bored, Fred. You'll cry freedom and say goodbye soon. No, no, I'm fine. I'm used to doing people's taxes in their homes. I drive in, drive out. Just as long as you don't crash into me. <laughs> That's too much. I'm not some teenage driver who has been tripping billies. I can still do the two-step now. Back to your taxes. Okay, but I have a feeling we'll be here until we lie in our graves. Ah, you just name-checked every track on Dave Matthews' 1996 Seven Times Platinum album, Crash. What? Dave, Dave Matthews? What kind of loser listens to Dave Matthews? That's just it. Why Dave Matthews? Why something so trite, middle of the road and boring? Why something that so appeals to middle-class 20-year-old males? Why always Dave Matthews? What does that say about my soul? Is, is there something wrong, Jim? Always the music. Maybe if I block my ears. No, these tissues aren't enough. My hands aren't enough. Maybe if I drive forks into my ear holes and burst my eardrums. Jim? Close my eyes. Close my eyes. Finally, I'm free. Are you stressed about your taxes, Jim? I can help. Here's my card. Oh, thanks. Ah, oh, no. I looked at the card. Ah! Finally, I have slowly levered myself back up this flight of stairs. Each time I had to open my mouth wide, propping my whole head up on my jaw, and bite the next step with my upper teeth, using my tongue to make the final push onto the step above, and then the whole process again for each of the 38 steps. But now, finally, here I am at the top. I just have to press this doorbell with my nose so they let me back in. Oh, oh, no, God, 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 not again. Oh, oh. Oh, the Dave Matthews. The Dave Matthews. I need some fresh air. I need some fresh air. You okay, Jim? Yes, I'm just going outside for a while, not going to look at you. Oh, hey, Clutterbuck. Oh, hello, Jim. You know, when I was coming in towards the flat, it really looked like a human head bounced out the lobby door and landed in the sewer. Oh, well, I'm sure that didn't happen. Bye. DM, I have a great offer for you. You give me money and... I'll spend it. Clutterbuck, I'm already $92 in the hole with the tax office. You're not in the hole. It's just a possible return you haven't received yet. And you should have known you never would. But DM, I'll sell you all my hair, then you'll finally have some. No dice, Clutterbuck. I am impecunious. I'm also bi-curious. And for $100, we'll go around the world. No impe... Never mind. <sighs> you could invest in this great new scheme I have. You give me $99 and I turn it into 100 well, that is an improvement. Okay, I'll give you $99 if you can give me back 100 No, I turn it into 100 and then I keep it, because I already have $1. Well, then that's not... How is that an investment? You're investing in our nation's future. How? Mm, with money. Clutterbuck! You could donate to my charity. I won't... Wait. What charity? I'm listed. I set it up last year. It's official and everything. What do you do? I take in lost ducklings. And care for them? I take them in. And release them back into the wild? I take them in. And give them to good homes? I take them in. They, they don't always come back out. That doesn't sound like a worthy cause. It was enough for the charity charity uh, resignation form. I mean... Re 
Wait, so if I was to have given Clutterbuck $92 a couple of weeks ago before the end of the financial year... Well, if he really is a registered charity, then it would count as a tax deduction, yes. <clears throat> Clutterbuck, you have a receipt for that donation I made to your charity before the end of the last financial year, right? Um... Yes, Clutterbuck, look, oh, look, here is the $92 in your pocket. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow, thanks, DM. And it's been there all this time. Now just give me the receipt. Here's a piece of paper. That's it. Just make your sign. Clutterbuck, just give this $92 back after he leaves and everything will be A-okay. All right, DM, just let me keep it until the end of the hour and then I'll give you back 100 Seriously, minus one bus trip. But it'll still be more than what you started with. One hour, sure, fine, whatever. Just sign the receipt. Uh, okay. Here you go, DM. Here is your prescription. Why, thank you, Clutterbuck. Look at that. Dated the last business day of the last financial year. How about that? <sighs> that all looks good, DM. I believe I can promise you a tax return of $92 within the next 50 working days. Yes! Renewal of my Venezuelan nurse's subscription. Here I come! And now I only need a rubber bank for $7. Needing such a small amount will make bank robbery so much easier. I have returned, Uncle Cardboard Cutout Clutterbuck. Good. You have proven you are ready to move on to the next test. This is Patricia Quinn, and I hate role-playing R because I was nice and I asked for nothing. And those bastards gave me nothing in abundance. This is John Reese davis and I hate the role-playing hour. Ah! They're eating my legs. Your next test, Farquhar. Yes, yes? I want you to take a raw chicken and rub it on your nipples. Then I want you to put on a business suit and go to the stock exchange while there. I want you to take your wang out and wave it around at people. And I want you to shout, Pork stocks are rising! Okay. And if you see any women, though. Yes. I want you to call them filthy sluts. And uh, what is this testing? Your ability to stay true to your original goals in a high-tension business environment. All right. I want you to video the whole thing and give me a copy. The two, two copies of the video here is a capital. Okay. Oh, and um, rub the raw chicken in a counterclockwise direction. Yes, sir. And could you also show the camera your feet? Close-ups on the soles. Good feet are important for a businessman. Why? Strong foundation. I see. Thanks, Uncle Cardboard Cutout. I'll be back in a jiffy. I'll pass this test. You'll see. Yes, <laughs> I will see. Several times. Sometimes in slow motion. Farqua Clodderbuck. Away! <laughs> Why is this Dave Matthews running through my head? What effect is the DM's accountant having on me? I just don't understand any of it. Let's see, what happens if I look up the accountant's webpage on my phone? I'll click about us. I'll click on our helpful staff. No! Even if I see his picture, it happens. Close window, close window! 
I need explanation, guidance. I need somewhere to turn in my darkest hour. Is it time to return to the fold? Somewhere I haven't been since a young man? A community from which I have lapsed? Yes, I shall. I'll go to a record shop. There are hardly any left in Australia, but I'll find some little here-today-gone-tomorrow hipster place. This shop looks likely. They even sell vinyl. Ah, what a bad investment this business must have been. He'll be paying this debt off for the rest of his life, probably declaring bankruptcy by the end of the year. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the Rock and Roll Hall. Hello, sir. You appear to be a promising type. Let's see, you would have been about 20 in 1997. Bit of a hippie, but obviously from an upper-middle-class background. Painfully white and following out-of-date trends. Not hip enough for Pearl Jam, but ready for something that sounded a lot like them. But without even the artificial edge. Tell me, sir, what does Dave Matthews mean to you? Dave Matthews? Dude, Dave Matthews means love, man. He means seeing a hot chick and he's like, crash into me, baby, and I'll come into you. You know, That's romance, man. He's like the man, man, Lothario. If, like, I found a chick drunk and passed out and I wanted to, like, finger her, I would totally play her Dave Matthews first, man. Dave Matthews is, like, all about... Being a man and being manly, but also like, you know, the elegance of masculinity, man. The elegance? Sure, but a sensitive soul beneath the manly breast. Crash into me and I'll come into you, man. <laughs> Girls cry when they hear that shit. Oh, no. Does that mean I'm in love with the DM's tax accountant, Fred? And in a bland 90s, easy listening top 40 way? Oh, no. What's the matter, man? Is this what love feels like? Does it feel like Dave Matthews? You have to tell me. Well, I don't know, man. I think so. Ugh, damn you, Dave Matthews. I never wanted to fall in love ever. And now, with the DM's tax accountant, I mean, he's not even that hot. Is there something I've been missing, maybe? Let me look at that picture again. See, this is why I've been avoiding love. This exact reason. Clear the road! Clear the road! Cops are coming after me! DM, if you can hear me, come downstairs and open the front door! Uh, uh, finally, I crawled out of that sewer, using only my tongue to propel me. Now, I can see the front door again. Soon I will be home! It sure is tough being nothing but an oversized, disembodied head. Uh, cops are coming from that side street. I better grab this severed head by the hair, spin it around like a shot put, and fling it into the cops to buy me some time. Man, my aim was way off. It landed on that roof instead. Anyway, better make my escape. What's up with you, Clutterbuck? Why are you all bruised? Mm, I had a run-in with security at the stock exchange. Turns out those guys really don't like my wang. And a few police may or may not have followed me. But don't worry, even if they saw me coming into the building, they'll have to search every flat. They, they shouldn't bash down the door for a while. Clutterbuck, what's that bouncing around in the bottom of your shirt where it's tucked into your trousers? And what's making that big greasy patch? Oh, that's, you know, just a couple of raw chicken wings. Don't need those anymore. Oh, hey, Fred. Oh, hey, hello. Uh, I'm just uh, finalising a few things on the DM's tax form before I head off. Uh, check the window, DM. Are the police still out there? Uh, no. They saw a kid on a skateboard without a helmet. Now they're all running after him. Great. I best head off. I have a meeting to make. Uh, I'll say hi for the camera.
Oh, cheese. <laughs> uh, Hi, Mum. Yeah, your mum's a filthy slut. What? Oh, never mind. It, it's just, it's a thing. I promised someone I would call your mum a filthy slut. Oh. Bye. Here I am, Uncle Cardboard Cutter. Good, good. And you have the video files. Yes, here they are. Good. <laughs> I shall watch these with a great interest. On preliminary inspection, though, it appears that you have passed the test. I think so. I mean, my wang wasn't out for very long before they started tasering it. I'm sure it was out for long enough. Is that it? Am I your successor now? Just a moment. Oh, Strudel. <laughs> this is my dog, Strudel. Wow, he's uh, vicious looking. Is there a reason you brought your dog in here? No, I just wanted him to look at you and uh, growl at you. <laughs> Does your dog live here in, in the house with you? Why? Well, that would explain why every other room in your mansion is covered with dog shit. Yes! Strudel and I share this house. Is that so strange? <laughs> Good Strudel. Hmm. Is Strudel your common law wife? Why do you say that? Oh, it's just that photo of you both at the unofficial civil union. The dog is wearing a wedding dress. Yes! Strudel and I are in a de facto relationship. <laughs> Why? No reason. Strudel approves of you. You should be very pleased. Things would not have gone well if Strudel did not approve. Things would not have gone well at all. Oh, good. Good Strudel approves. Fuck I have one last test for you, and it is the most important of them all. Listeners. What is the highest mountain you would cross and the lowest valley you would cross for your family? Why don't you let us know? Just dial 83135000. Alternatively, you can write on our Facebook wall. You're listening to Jim Clutterbuck, the disembodied alien intelligence, Fred the tax accountant, and the DM here on the role-playing hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio and online. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the role-playing hour. Our old episodes can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com and also at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call in on 8313-5000 or write on our Facebook wall and tell us what great lengths you would go to to help and support your family. This is Robert O'Reilly, and I hate the role-playing hour. I wish their B.O. and inconsistent hygiene would be banished from this world and into the halls of Stovokar. Oh, go suck the big one. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hour so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. Don't forget, of course, that you can subscribe to Radio Adelaide. It only costs $75 a year or $40 concession, and you will be supporting a community station that relies on funding from the community to keep going. You'll also get a nice uh, program guide sent out to you three times a year uh, in color. Mm. Technicolor, maybe? Uh, telling you all about the important things happening here. Program guides that you could otherwise just click on Google and find. <laughs> But yes, that's exciting. And uh, But there's more incentive than that because one subscriber this month will win a free pass to SA's Institution of Live Music 
the Governor Hindmarsh Hotel. Colloquially known, I believe, as the Gov. How street of you, DM. Mm, you can win double passes to shows at the Gov valued at $400 plus meal vouchers valued mm. at $200. Mm. So you can eat and listen. Mm. That's two of your senses. If you can touch as well, ta- you got taste, listening. So mm. if you can touch mm. and smell, you Presum- can smell the band. Presumably you can see. See the band. All the cool people. Not if you're sitting you. down and eating. You can oh. see the cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and smell, smelling the band. Um, and that, yeah, that's great. And yeah, yeah. yeah the, so the odds aren't bad. I think if you're a lifetime subscriber, you go into every single prize draw. Mm-hmm. Lifetime well is seven hundred fifty dollars. Well worth it. Better odds than the lottery, as we say. Yes. Uh, oh, we've got so we've got something on the wall here. I also mm-hmm. want to point out we always forget to mention, but after us is Zap. Z- Zap. Zap Radio. It's uh, punk music and video games. So if you like both, it's definitely your show. If you like one, it's probably your show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, actually, I am going to need Clutterbuck to hand that thing back to me because whatever it was on there, I don't what, see it. What, what thing? <laughs> okay, so there was something on the wall and I just made Clutterbuck get rid of it. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. Talk about, I don't know, something interesting for 30 seconds. Yes. So, uh, well, that's how long it would take to do... Oh, uh, no, that's not going to work. That's how long it would take to get the internet to work on the computer here. <laughs> so, what lengths would you go to, to for your family, Jim? Mm. Of course, you can dial in on 83135000, which appears someone has. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> or is that someone calling out of the station? Let's find out. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you calling out of the station? Hello, it's General Flex. Hey, Flexy. General Flex. Flex. Yes. So, I know, I know the, the, you're asking the cult people that would go a long way for their families. Mm, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd lost you, Flex Factor. I'd lost you and I couldn't find you, but I found you again. Do you know how? How? With my Flex Factor Sextant. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Mm. And yes, lengths people would go to for their families. Well, this this guy, he's not. I, I feel he's not by blood a family member, but mm-hmm. I feel like we're kindred spirits. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a guy called Steve. Steve. Uh, he's not yeah, one he, of those uncles that you don't tell pe- people in authority about, is it? No, no, he's one of those uncles that you shower with love and praise because he buys you nice things for, ah. and expects nothing in return. Ah. Mm. Steve. Yeah. Sounds like a wonderful person. Oh, he's so cool. Mm. And he just had a birthday, so I wanted to wish Steve a happy birthday. If you're, listen- if you're listening, Steve, happy birthday. Oh, I'm sure he's listening and he's, ah, he's, he's absolutely not. stoked and incredibly good looking. Do you shower oh. with him? No. I shower him with, with, with praise and it's- joy and gifts. Hang on a second. We're just going to have to do this before it screws up again because the screen disappeared. Uh, so Ben on the Facebook wall says there is... <laughs> Clutterbuck handed me his phone with Facebook and the screen went off and I didn't know how to turn it back on because I don't use phones. Just read <laughs> Just, it before, yeah, read it before it goes again. out again. There is no limit to the lengths I would go to to assist my family and close friends. I would travel the earth, travel the deserts, ford rivers, climb mountains and do battle with great dragons. I have a very strong loyalty to my friends and family. Mm. If I don't you get my loyalty, I'll do anything to assist you. I don't think fords work in rivers. Mm. Not built mm. for that. Mm. No, that's what Holden's are for. Oh, but, so there you go. If you if you get into his, <laughs> Sorry, uh, it know. sounds like he is in El Cosa Nostra. Uh-huh. Sounds like Ben is one of the family. Mm. Mm. I'd, I'd do way more than that for Steve. Really? Well, I'd, ooh, I'd, 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 
I'd buy Steve the, uh, like mansions so he can mm. he can live in any country that he wishes. You'd mm. climb a mountain, and then put a ladder on top of the mountain and climb that. Hey, wow. Yes, and then I would put a big photo of Steve up there, so everyone would know that this land belongs to Steve. Hmm. I believe Steve would approve of that if he were listening. I'd crucify Steve <laughs> so that he can find I his would, place. I would, <laughs> to be I, would cru- I would crucify Steve on a bigger cross to find his place. I would crucify <laughs> all of you before you had a chance to crucify Steve. Ah. I would come to Steve's protection. Oh, now hey, I'm, I'm I would not, protect him. I'm not sure Steve wants a religious war fought in his name. You would do I don't that know. To <laughs> well, if, he if, might. If, Who knows? He might. He might really if, enjoy that. And if it means fighting. Steve living, then I will. I will start holy wars, and I will <laughs> crucify people, and I will do horrible, horrible things. It means Steve can stay alive and happy. Wow. Praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You would crucify my hair. <gasps> Mm. If it meant Steve living, I'd have to toss a coin for that one. Mm. I'd, I'd, I'd let fate decide. So we've already got splinter churches spewing up around mm. the place. Yeah, mm. that is the Based only. On that hair. is the only thing. <laughs> Steve and Jim's hair are the two most important things in the world. So which one's God? Which one's Satan? If you could combine them somehow, like scalp. Jim. Yes, if I can scalp Jim and put it on Steve. Yes. <gasps> I'm sure Steve would like that. And then, then that is then that that um. Post, yeah, Jim's hair plus Steve is just the best thing in the universe. Then drill a hole in a pig's liver and strap it to Steve's loins. <laughs> because. Perfect. <laughs> well, this conversation got weird fast. <laughs> I was hatched from a stone egg, so I have no family. I don't understand that. And none of you guys are my friends. Alien. I thought is I was your here. friend. DM. DM. I thought we were friends. Uh, you just wanted to crucify him. Yeah, well, only if he was going to crucify Steve. If he wasn't going to crucify Steve, then I thought we were, we were pals. Alien is, he was, what did he, germinated, I forget the word, prolapsed. He came off another. <laughs> Osmosis. And in a, uh, he, no, something like that. Prosmosis. Prosmosis. He prosmosed out of <laughs> a, a larger entity. Like amoebas do. So he doesn't really have family. So mitosis. Mm. <laughs> Meiosis. Methylamine. Meth- no! <laughs> this is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't do that. <laughs> this is Corin Nemec, and I hate the role-playing hour because when we went to the sauna, they decided to go full Swedish, and I didn't need to see that. I believe you are now ready for your final challenge, Farquaad. Then you can become heir to my financial empire. I will choose you as my successor instead of all my useless sons. Great, Uncle Cardboard Cutout. What do you need me to do? I want you to find three women. Yes? Chop their filthy whoreheads off, Uh. slice out their livers, eat their wombs, and cut up their bodies, put the pieces in shopping bags, and dump the shopping bags in a river. Ah. Do you have issues with women, Uncle Cabo Cutter? No, you know, I just think feminism have gone a bit far. Mm. Mm. I think we've swung the other way. Now men are worse off than women. We don't want to go too far. I think we should ease back. I fight for men's rights. Uh-huh. Yes, and I just happen to think that women were put on this earth to be 
killed and mutilated by the patriarchy and then dumped in a river. Mm -hmm. But do you know that feminism doesn't want women to be more powerful than men or for men to be more disadvantaged? <laughs> you know, and that's not the goal of feminism at all. Feminism just wants everyone to be equal. No, I want equality. That's why I'm fighting for men's rights <laughs> by killing women. No, but it's just like you couldn't stand to let feminism have a cause in which many people speaking up for that cause were women. So you just stole the cause and gave it a new name because it made you feel better and made you look like you thought of it. You you bogarted the cause. You men's right bogarted feminism. No, no, no. Have you seen some of these extreme feminists or <laughs> <laughs> Feminazis. <laughs> hey! As I like to cleverly call them. <laughs> Feminazis. They hate men! And they want to be more powerful! They are a threat to us! Here, I'll show you a low-resolution Swedish video of one online. Uh, so. Mm. Mm. A low-resolution video of a Swedish... In Swedish, in Swedish. yes, so that's you can't in... understand a word. That's it's great brilliant though. proof. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. evidence! Yeah, okay, okay. There will always be lunatic fringes to any major cause. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, uh, Kofi Annan uh, and Pol Pot were both politicians, but would you really put them in the same category? The Westboro Baptist Church said they were fighting for Christian values, but it's like, you know, one family, a couple of followers, maybe 20 people, and they get all the media coverage. But regular Christians wouldn't agree with most of the things they say. The Westboro Baptist Church is the lunatic fringe. If feminism has a lunatic fringe, a few people around the edges who are a bit crazy, that doesn't prove anything. Feminism's basic goals, encouraged by reasonable people, are still worthy. The thing is, men's rights is the lunatic fringe. Dun, dun, dun. It is nothing but the lunatic fringe. There is clearly no social-wide prejudice against men to the same degree there is for women. There aren't countries in the world where whole societies of men are being repressed purely because of their gender. It's just nonsense. And if you educate yourself, you'll see that. Oh, please. It is you who needs to be educated. Look at this infographic. It's a man's world! <laughs> I don't think so. See here. Look at prostate cancer versus breast cancer. Breast cancer research gets more money. There are more diagnoses and fewer deaths. I, su I suspect you want me to say, well, that's a biological thing. So you can trick me into saying men and women are different. But again, that, this has nothing to do with anything. In fact, you could argue that the reason prostate cancer kills more men than breast cancer kills women is because men obey a gender stereotype which demands that they should be tough and silent and not go to the doctor. Gender stereotypes are something feminism wants to get past. Feminism wants men and women to be treated equally and not to feel like they have to follow prejudices. Feminism wants men and women to both feel comfortable going to the doctor and wants both men and women to talk about and raise public awareness of sensitive health issues. Men not feeling like they can go to the doctor when women can? You've just shown inequality that feminism wants to fight against. Congratulations, you're a feminist. You and feminism want the same thing. You see, feminism wants equality. Equality means equal. It doesn't mean one group is better than the other. If it accidentally caused that, it would have failed and it would have to fight against it until equality was realized. Well, what about this, eh? A lot more women live to be a hundred than men. Perhaps the weight and responsibility of running society, controlling women and upholding the status quo out of fear is stressing men out. Feminism would like to, you know, abolish that by having men and women share the load. Ha! Workplace deaths for men are higher! Because dangerous and blue-collar jobs are traditionally assigned to men as a result of gender stereotypes. 
stereotyping. That is something feminism wants to abolish. If you want that disparity to disappear, then congratulations, you're a feminist. More men are sentenced to death than women, even for the same crime! Because of traditional gender stereotypes. Feminism wants to end traditional gender stereotypes. Feminism wants punishments to be equal. Congratulations, if you want that, you are a feminist. Women tend to get custody of children in legal battles after divorce. (laughs) Once again, because of gender stereotyping. Feminism thinks gender stereotyping is unfair no matter who it advantages. If you want to end inequality in custody disputes, then congratulations, you're a feminist. More men suicide than women. Gender stereotyping. Men told that they can't talk about their feelings. Feminism wants to fix this. But in the USA, 68% of the homeless are men. That's a million more homeless men than women. Meanwhile, there are only 238 Fortune 500 CEO ships the women don't enjoy because of the so-called glass ceiling. But there aren't many Fortune 500 CEOs. At the end of 2012, the 21 female Fortune 500 CEOs, or 4.25%, that's a much greater disparity of percentages than your homelessness figure. Now you're just trying to manipulate the statistics. (laughs) Women, on average, only work 87% of a man's work week. Feminism definitely wants to fix that inequality. But nearly 4% of the fathers in the US are raising or paying for children who are not their own. They're being defrauded. 4%, hey? So the women doing that, Fortune 500 CEOs, that seems fairly negligible figure. That means 96% of women aren't lying to the fathers of their children. I'd bet on those odds. I'm sure you could find some horrible thing that 4% of men are doing to women, or 4% of anybody, that statistic is meaningless. It's fear-mongering. You can manipulate the facts all you want, but almost everything you bring up is bad. Well, that exactly is what true feminism wants to fix. You're basically telling me that you are a feminist because you want a well where everyone is treated equally and people don't feel bound by or have their lives negatively impacted by outdated gender stereotypes. Congratulations, you are a feminist. Look, man, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. You just want to educate me. I'm educating you back. Feminism doesn't have to be scary or exclusionary just because it has feminine in the name. That's misleading. It's actually about everyone being treated fairly and equally. But if you're scared of the word feminine, don't worry. That's because gender stereotyping. That's something feminism wants to fix. And if you're really worried that if some very small area of radical feminism have caused men to be disadvantaged, well, the larger feminist movement have devoted its energy to fighting that. Because they realise, quite rightly, that it is the counter to feminism's original purpose. How can you say that when you're against equality? If you want men and women to be both treated fairly and equally, without bias or prejudice, then you are a feminist. Simple as that. Are you? going to do the final test or not. I just want you to kill and mutilate a few women! Uh, what are you testing again? (laughs) Your ability to deal ruthlessly with your opposition. Alright, fine Uncle Cardboard Cutter, I'll I'll be here after it's done. Strudel! Let him out! Look at them. Now that I am lying sideways on this rooftop, I can see the DM and his accountant in the window there, across the street, living their pampered lives, born with a silver spoon in their heads. There they are, not falling down the stairs or into the sewer. I don't know why humans even want heads. They are inconvenient. Wait, I will try to move again. Maybe if I push my tongue out the side of my mouth, I'm getting higher. 
Perhaps if I push my tongue quickly in and out so that I could develop some sort of rocking motion with my disembodied head. <coughs> uh, uh, yep, it's working. I am rocking. Now I just have to turn over it. No, no, I am turning the wrong way. That is the ledge. It leads three stories down onto the street. No, no, I'm Hey guys. Hey, we should totally trash this place like in the movies. Clutterbuck, who is that young woman in the short skirt and the fishnets? Oh, this is Nancy. Wow, you guys totally have running water. That's sweet. Who's Nancy? Oh, she's a prostitute. She has no fixed address. Wait, are you paying her with my $92? Yes, but don't worry. I get it back after I murdered her, chop off her head, cut out her liver and slice up her womb. What? What? Don't worry, Nancy. It's nothing personal. I, I quite like women. I'm a feminist. I figure if you love a woman, you want to see her respected by the world, right? It's only natural. But though I think men and women are equal, in your case, I'm going to have to unfortunately do something rather unbecoming. Clutterbuck, why are you planning to do this? It's a test. My wealthy uncle, cardboard cutout Clutterbuck, told me to do it. I didn't know you had a wealthy uncle. Oh, yeah. Uh, this morning, I noticed he left a message on the answering machine for me. I listened, and he, he wanted me to visit straight away. Clutterbuck... We don't have an answering machine. Sure we do. It's, it's right there. Clutterbuck, that's a book. It's a coffee table book about Venice. Hmm. I can't take it anymore. I resist. I resist, I tell you. I don't want what you boring people call love. It's tedious and asinine. I want more from life than middle-of-the-road pop sentiment. More, I tell you. Oh, hey, Jim. What are you talking about? Ugh. I am the proudest monkey. Fred, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to close my eyes when I talk to you. I just... Fred... I may be going a little crazy at the moment, but there's just some things that aren't meant to be for the sake of my soul. Frankly, it's lucky I don't have any real reason to spend time with you and that I don't have to see you very often. It makes me glad I haven't submitted a tax return in the last five years. But, what, you haven't submitted a tax return? But, Jim, you've been earning an income, right? Have I ever? Various incomes from all sorts of sources. <sighs> Boy, Jim, you could be in serious trouble. We've got to sort out your taxes right away, or you might go to jail. Fortunately, I can help. But... He's good, Jim. He's the best. But come to my office, Jim. It should only take a few weeks at most to sort this out. And here we have Article 54A from uh, Income from Offshore Bonds. <laughs> Jim? $1,700.15. <laughs> uh, oh, gross or net? <laughs> gross. <laughs> Okay, and uh, Article 54B, income from interest on offshore bank accounts. <laughs> Jim? $17.53. Okay, see, this isn't so bad. Four days and we're already a quarter of the way through 2009. Soon we'll have fixed all this busted stuff in your taxes and you'll be before these crowded streets once again. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.